This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to Session 170 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. Like a slap to the face, I'm your host, Eric Getty Gettinger. Keep it real lean and clean today, just to stay OSHA compliant. With me, as always, is Alex Arona. You! You are the reason for all the OSHA complaints. (laughs) You can't can't prove that. Culture comes down from the top, Getty, so we we need to maybe have some discussions about... (laughs) Well, the fish rots from the head. We have... We have big businessman with us, Joel DeWitt. Is there something I need to know about? Like, I didn't spend 15 years running a shell corporation inside of a shell corporation just to be outed on the internet. There's nothing going on here. Literally not a thing out of place, right, Alec Parks? I know nothing. But if I had to guess, it seems someone has been working overtime and not getting paid for it. Hmm. I think that's a, yep, that's a problem. Wage theft is a serious problem. Yeah. We call that Mario time. (laughs) Mario time. Terrible. I don't know. That's that's like a callback from early teen episodes. Definitely is. That's how long we've been going. We can make self-referential jokes. (laughs) They're not good. Callbacks, as you will. Truly not good. That's what humor is. It's all about the callbacks. Sometimes. All right. So basically, what I'm getting at is there's nothing out of the ordinary, especially in corporate America. I'm not your callback girl. I am your hollaback girl. Can we? Is there a way to disconnect Alex from the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, we can disconnect him from the call, but he can keep recording. That's the problem. You could just scrub his audio. He does. <laughs> he doesn't have to say that. We can get rid of it later. Yeah. All right. With that, we are uh, we're gonna go crazy this week. We're gonna rumble in early adopters, uh, hash out some things with the news, and then hopefully get a little scary in the backlog blog. But first, we swing on over to early adopters where we play alphas, betas, and games. With a wild Martian radio station. Hey, I'm talking about the Cub. You guys play this, the Cub, over on Steam? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. All of us? Yeah. (gasps) Hold on. Can we get, like, a a picture or a screenshot or to commemorate this moment? (laughs) In this moment. This magic moment. We're going to get DMC. How many chords chords we can sing before we get in trouble? We should find that out someday. One of these days, not today. I think the though. answer is none. I think the answer is absolutely none. I I think you can get away with just a, a tiny, yeah, a smidge, but not not too much. All right, so we played the Cub this week. Since everybody played, uh, we can run around the horn. Uh, we can get one person to describe it, and then everybody can shout at them. 
What do you, what do you guys feel? How are you feeling this week? Where's that energy? I, I feel like I have like a personal attachment to this that I can like give some in at least some in-depth knowledge and like a picture into what this is if you would like do you have some big big energy i mean that's the censored radio version but yes i do have the big big energy okay alex is gonna take us in with his big big energy the cub so there was a game that came out uh that i played uh I don't like this sentence. I'm gonna say it a different way. Uh, I, I beat this. I beat this game called uh, Golf Club Wasteland. It was a very base level golf game that was essentially there was a, there was a background story of an astronaut who had uh, worked for a company and the company had kind of like they were gonna move everyone out into space. They were gonna make a space colony mm-hmm. on a different planet on Mars and. As he worked on and progressed the technology, they end up just giving it all to the rich and leaving all the poor people on the planet to die, including this character. This character, as an engineer, got to go with, but they left his family uh, to perish, his kids, his wife and kids. So he was very bitter, but there was a a thing that you could uh, take, you could golf on on old Earth, and you went by playing on old Earth... Uh, you would, you would just golf through the golf the old previous wasteland, and uh, you'd wear a suit. Everything was irradiated, and you and there was a radio station coming from Mars that would play like tales of old Earth and this just kind of weird, mellow background music that would go on throughout. That and there was a callback to that in the introduction to the Cub. Yes. And that's at the end. You throughout the golfing, you you start to see little creatures roaming through the wasteland, and you found that there was a child. Okay. And at the end of Golf Club Wasteland, he takes off his helmet and kind of like resigns to his fate of I don't want to kind of be around Mars anymore and around these people I don't like. So he takes off his helmet and lives in the irradiated wasteland with this cub, with this cub wild child. And now we have the cub, a platformer where they take the wasteland and give multiple paths and multiple different uh, ways to go about this level, uh, whether it be uh, going up ledges or going through small pipes uh, finding little hidden things like I found a sh- I found a, at one point a s- like an old bank that had been destroyed and when I found went to the back there was just bars of gold you can't do anything with them but it kind of puts a journal entry about old Earth and this Cub's point of view of old Earth yeah oh man I missed those well that's the thing is that these maps are a- are actually kind of big in size and that's how Golf Club Wasteland was these it was just a point A to point B space. Uh, but you can, you, there, there are all these little intricate paths. You can knock the ball into like a pipe and it would go up into the ceiling and in the ceiling, you would find this whole other like store and there would be like a little bit of a story there, but then you just keep going to the hole. So that's, that's where the cub comes in as it being a 2d platformer, but still has the bones of golf club wasteland. The art looks very similar. The radio station sounds very similar. It, it seems like they just kind of added more to it more of these little bits and pieces of like stories from old earth and new songs 
but the themes and the feeling throughout is is still the same. Yeah, I'm looking at the Steam page right now for the developer. It's by the same company. So definitely just looking at the still frames from Golf Club Wasteland, you can Mm. see that they reused a bit of the, the backgrounds and from what you're saying also the radio. But that radio station, man, let me tell you, those... How, how does Alex phrase it? These were some real slappers, bangers. <laughs> I haven't said that ever. <laughs> but that's, that's I, I think it's just that the music slaps. It slaps. It, it was slaps. lit. Yes. I have also heard the phrase "rips ass." I don't love that one. No, that, it sounds it sounds like farts. Yeah, I was yeah. Just, <laughs> that's not what that means though. No whips, whips ass. There, whips. whips ass. Yeah. There's a big, oh yeah. yeah, big difference there. Yeah, you know. real big difference now. LimeWire, it really whips the llama's ass. Rips to whips. You know, I remember that one. I remember that one. Okay, I get that reference. <laughs> Continuing on, I, I, I thought this was... Uh, it, it actually, not coming in here without that reference of it being Golf Club Wasteland, and it, it hit pretty quick to me, and I think Joel did too, and Joel's like, I definitely know this from somewhere. Where do I know this? Mm-hmm. Joel, you want to add in? Yep. Add on? No, I think Alex covered it. Okay. No, I, so it's, we're good I mean, with the I mean, episode then. We yeah, call it. Yeah, it's, okay. we just made it the Daddy and Alex show. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know, this game evokes uh, my memories of, like, uh, Limbo and Inside. It, definitely not aesthetically, but in terms of the structure, the bones of it, the sort of 2D platforming, uh, not any real combat. It's all platforming and you know jumping and running against danger because you have these periods where some sort of monster will find you and chase after you, and you'll need to like roll out of the way or jump to a ledge to get out. There's also these cool sequences where there are some sort of uh, race of people or Martians that come back while your character this cub is walking around and for some reason they want to like hunt you down and so there will be these sequences where you'll be running through obstacles they'll be sort of floating in the foreground along the actual stage and then be throwing these balls which end up being like traps to capture you and while they're doing that if you slow down too much it'll start putting a reticle on you and then they'll be able to snipe you if you take too long to move. Yep. Uh, I, I found or that if you go the wrong way. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yes to that. Uh, there were a few times I, I learned how to push a box today, today guys. It was a uh, very, <laughs> very exciting. Um, but yeah, I found that actually kind of, uh, thrilling in a way. Uh, and this game does a very good job of the, like, timing out actions just as you need to move somewhere thing it's like there are these taints you run along and the second you jump on it it starts fizzing and then it sort of explodes and drops right as you need to jump same thing with like there's this sort of spaceship hanging by a thread and you have to climb up it oh man (laughs) at that part i just kept going i I think i just got uncharted (laughs) yeah right (laughs) yeah because yeah the plane uh the train that, that happens a number of times in the Uncharted series, you're always climbing up something as it falls down or falls apart. Right. And always you grab one last piece and all of a sudden it breaks. Mm-hmm. But it's all about timing, right? And they timed it very, very well where you felt like you were getting through by the, you know, stem of your teeth 
which each each jump, and it just makes it really rewarding when you get there. Yeah, that actually was one of my pain points, was when you were climbing up that train or plane or whatever it was, if you were not exactly right, you fell and you had to start over. Mm -hmm. It was almost too too well-timed, too perfect. Like, you had very little wiggle room. Yeah, I, I would agree with don't that. Play, one, don't play Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Uh, one, one funny thing about that, Alec, is that I I had the same problem with you going up that middle corridor. And I think you can probably technically pull that off. But about halfway through, if you go to the left, there's an yep. easily climbable vine you can just go straight up towards the top at. Yep. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah, it took me a few tries to figure it out, too. I Like I said, I think the middle part's probably a viable strategy, but... Like, take the easy mode <laughs> when you can. It does remind me a little bit of Sonic in that way, that you can, there are multiple paths to, to, to move forward. Yeah, and, and I, I so, like that optionality. Yeah. It's a good good game here at the Cub. Everybody had a, an enjoyable time with it. Yeah, definitely had a good time with it. It got added to okay. the wish list. I'm curious about it. It's on the wish list. <gasps> yep, same here. I yeah. just, I, I, I kind of like that story for what it did. I know, I, I definitely, I'm not going to say that it was groundbreaking, but I definitely, I, I very much saw that what it was doing and how it was telling the story in such a, like, a minimalist environmental way that I was very curious and I kind of, you know, I, I wanted to reward that. And by, with the cub, I was I said, well, you know, I want to see how much further this goes. So, yeah. pretty quick demo. Probably knock it out in twenty minutes. If you have a couple of slip ups, you might end up playing for a little bit longer. But all in all, solid, good visuals. Uh, like Alex said, gameplay isn't groundbreaking, but at the same time, there's something to be said about the whole development to the Martian radio station and uh, the backstory that goes into it. Definitely something to keep an eye out for. And if you are listening live, you can swing over to Steam and Golf Club Wasteland is on sale in the big Steam sale. And you can pick it up for pretty cheap. I want to say under $5. So nice. get that prologue before you get into the cub, as it were. So I very much from, don't know. I, I don't officially know if this is a sequel. This very well could be the prequel. I don't know. It, yeah, it it felt more sequely than prequely. Like mm. they, because I think they mentioned that like they found that hit the cub while he was golfing. But I could be wrong. Okay, ties everything together. Yes. So we went from running and jumping to swinging our fists angrily through the air and and getting into some trouble here. Other game that we played this week, Midnight Fight Express. High action, beat 'em up, uh, in your face. I this this game fun, uh, definitely enjoyable. The story is mysterious, but at the same time, very comical. So, you've got your uh, third person perspective uh with your camera what what are we calling it when it's it's hanging above you it's kind of isometric it's not isometric. quite top down has that kind of angle view to it 
Yeah, yeah. and your character, uh, he happens upon a drone that can play a sound that turns him into a uh, living weapon. Basically, he, uh, he's a he's sleeper, a sleeper agent. agent. Right. Yeah. What 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 is the Manchurian Candidate? Yes. Yeah. That is that is a movie that I've never seen, and there are many versions of it. Winter Soldier. So, that's uh that's Ooh. a person. But he's also a Manchurian candidate. <laughs> uh, but to go along with all of the, the action, all of the fighting, uh, as you beat your way across the city, the tunes that you're listening to are very catchy, uh, very uh, uh, not, not quite techno, kind of like a... Uh, Hotline say, Miami. Yeah, there we go. That's a, that's a good comparison. So... This one I expressly picked for Joel, so I'm looking forward to some of the things that he has to say about it. I I felt I felt the uh, direction you were giving <laughs> that mm-hmm. I, th- this was a Joel game. So uh, this game, it's it's pretty straight laced on its face. Like it, if you've done a 2D brawler, th- this is basically that. You got your punch, which you can hold down for a heavier punch. You can uh, jump. There, there's actually sort of a, a button, I think, on the trigger where or it's A. And as you run through, it'll just go through obstacles and jump through and along them. Uh, has a nice grab, so you can grab onto enemies and just really punch away at them, too. And uh, one of the important things as well is you got weapons. So, like, enemies are holding weapons like crowbars, uh, batons, knives, Knife. guns and uh, you can knock it off of them, pick it up, and go to town with it. And uh, i got to tell you, that knife... <laughs> so, so that, knife <laughs> that knife made the game. Yeah, yeah. I, you, you want to clear a path, get a knife. Uh, and uh, the, the gun was actually pretty fun to play with. Like it, uh, You had to actually stop... So knife stop. versus bat, knife wins. Glad we decided. <laughs> uh, don't, don't buy into this. We're not getting into that discussion tonight. Correct. Uh, but I, I think uh, it's got all the fundamentals down really well because they play good against the enemies who, you guys, sort of normal cannon fodder. You got bigger boys that uh, you have to, like, really pummel to lower their health bar. They got a nice uh, defend and counterattack system. So if you do a perfect uh, dodge, it'll give you a chance to hit the other trigger and you'll do a quick counter kill move. Um, Overall, and the environments are really cool too. So like, they start with almost like inner uh, apartments, and then moves on to a train, and then and eventually to like the hideout. And there's even this cool sequence on the train where there's a helicopter <laughs> floating by as you go through this train. And while you're fighting all these guys, you also have to make sure you're not in front of a window for them to to shoot you. And uh, Really, this game does a good job of not overwhelming you with people to fight, but keeps it crowded enough to where you need to really manage the crowd with dodges, uh, hitting a person just as a buffer so you can move to someone else. And uh, overall, yeah, I'd say it's very foundationally strong. Like you said, Daddy, the the premise and story, uh, it doesn't play itself very seriously. You know, it, it even the the story it starts with this guy being tied up and being interrogated by the police, trying to figure out what happened. So, 
Yeah, you're in big trouble, mister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's very good. It's very, very good. If you like these kind of brawler games, uh, something that is not quite as strict as, say, something like Sifu. This is much less intensive, much more forgiving, yep. uh, but it definitely still gives you that kind of feel. Stole the words out of my mouth. I was going to say something along the lines of, I think that this is probably closer to the experience that people may have expected with Sifu. It, uh... It's definitely got a lot of fun elements. You get a skill tree, you can unlock different moves, and favorite feature, customization for your character. Yep. yep. You gotta <laughs> switch it up, make sure you put on some mean gloves so that when you're hitting people you can see it. Uh, definitely put on some short shorts. Made sure I, I fixed my guy's hair, everything, so that it looked a lot more entertaining. And it, even when you progress the character he changes what he's uh wearing how he looks in uh, the story that's going on with the police as you explain what happened that night the camera angles i love when games will take you and you're going on a straight path but then when you walk through a door it like readjusts it so that you can see like hey you're going this way now so that's not always just a dead uh, run to the end. Yeah, there, there is a bit of verticality to some of these stages. You'll go up and down stairs. You'll uh, shift to different rooms. Yeah, they, it keeps it from being stale. Because you know, the, the normal logic of a, a 2D side-scrolling one is left to right, just like most platformers. And so that it's nice that they have that, too. All right, Knife Boy, what do you got? <laughs> I will say that there is a... Uh, there is also an intense skill tree that gives you a lot of variability in how you would play. Mm-hmm. They give you a uh, longer life on your weapons. Also, I I went the parry. Uh, the you can uh, you can already get these counterattack moves if you do perfect blocks, but this turns it into a parry system. You don't get that kill shot after a perfect block, but instead you go into just like a whole new combo and it slows down time as soon as you get the, the parry down. So once you hit the parry correctly, it slows down. He'll catch a fist and then pop it around for a, like a three-hit combo move. Is it's, this this is the first time in Super GG Radio I think we all played different paths on the skill tree because I <laughs> yeah. went with the finishers. And uh, Joel went with the grapple. Yeah. Alex went with the parry. Wow. <laughs> And again, yeah. you can like you can increase the you can increase damage on your weapons and all these different stuff. There are items that you could that are just made for throwing. So th- like it, there's some there's something very wholly satisfying of just like hitting somebody in the head with a chair. <laughs> yes, you can pick up weapons in the environment or even objects and toss them at the enemies. Uh, fun fact: the explosives they will kill you too. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Learned that one. I thought it was real funny. I picked up like a propane tank, whipped it at a guy, and then we both went down. And I was like, "Shoot, okay." <laughs> Did you make any comments about propane and propane accessories? No. Oh. I think uh, for posterity, Chris Zach would like me to say, "I'm Eric Getty Gettinger, and I sh- I sell containers and container accessories, <laughs> or maybe Perfect. shipping and shipping accessories. I don't know. I Perfect. don't know." Yeah. Midnight Fight Express, also going on the wish list. At least oh, yeah. for one of us, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
not a not a bad week uh, for betas, huh? Oh, absolutely not. It was a it was a stellar week, especially considering that these are a lot of these were ones that I was kind of bummed about because we did not get to them for our the the Steam next fest, but they kept the demos going, and that made me very hyped. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Don't worry, there's plenty more betas out there. You just need to know where to look. All right. So let's uh, go ahead and f quickly fight our way into and through a break. Ah! Ah! All right. <laughs> <laughs> I see you flexing on me. I don't know where it's going. Come on, guys, get with it. Mm. You this really week, never have a planned planned way out of these, do guys. You? This week, Nintendo Direct Mini. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna talk about the stuff that I want. You guys can get bent. All right. So. This, this, well, this this list is not everything. I put I stuff. Of the this stuff is a that curated list. Thank you, Alec. Yeah. That's exactly what I was gonna jump to. Mega Man mm. Battle Network Collection. Oh, Getty's ready to jack in. Yes. It's oh, 10 yes. games, I, I want to yes. say. It's, yes, 10, it's games. 10 games across 10. two collections. They're doing uh, oh, they're gonna do one the, and two. The Mega Man collection. I don't, I'm going to well, get one of them. If not hold on. From my understanding, the physical edition comes with both collections. According oh. to the Nintendo shop. Uh, no, don't. No, no. I'm saying is that there's a digital version and a physical version. One of them comes with all 10. Okay, well, okay. maybe maybe the way to go is physical on this one. But yeah. Mega Man Battle Network, we've talked about it on the podcast. It is what what I had had hopes for. Is that that review that I wrote up uh, One Step from Eden? Mm -hmm. Something like that. Uh, where it's a grid-based battle against other other competitors, and you have different cards that you drop and, and get to attack. So I'm not going to spend any more time on that. Super hype on that. Well, and uh, I was going to say also, um, we did a beta breakdown of a game called Jack Move. Ah. And yeah. they had blatantly said a shout out on Twitter that, hey, you want to see where Jack Move came from? Play this these Battle it. Network games. Yep. Yeah. Jack in and Jack on. But that that's not all. This was a pretty stacked Nintendo Direct. Near Automata. Isn't there a special tagline that goes with this one? End of your ha edition or something like ah, that. Ah, end of end of your your ha. You wow. ha. Yeah ha ha ha. Jake. Uh, Jake. I believe everybody on the podcast has now played it, so Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so I, now I'm, we don't have to play it on Switch. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I mean, again, it didn't look great on PS4, Joel. I I mean, I don't know. Maybe my common eyes just don't see the special nuance of modern day graphics. I <laughs> Maybe I need new glasses. I don't know. Oh, it just looked a little muddy to me. Which just is fine. I just Yeah. So I'm like, well, well you good. know, 
the next next big thing let's just drag some more games onto the switch persona 3 4 5 first one up is going to be 5 royal it'll be out later this year and then the others 3 and 4 expected to make an appearance on switch next year at some point probably probably earlier in the year i can't imagine them waiting too long on it nope so if you need me after october i will be playing persona 5 royal again and i don't care <laughs> yeah unfortunately we have to wait for 2023 for battle network Eh, there's there's plenty to do on the old switchy switch right now it's a lot of games right now yeah saturated games like bomberman r2, r2. what's the r2 stand for the sequel I to bomberman r i should play bomberman r i own it it's a Bomberman game. (laughs) I like Bomberman. Me too. Don't have a comeback for any of that. (laughs) Yeah, it's go go figure. It's not as fun without more people. (laughs) Agreed. What is a pirate's favorite restaurant? Is it Laura Lee and the Laser Eyes? (laughs) It could be. I really want to play that game. It's Long John Silver. Okay. What's a pirate's favorite letter? Dragon Seven. Quest Treasures. Alec, I thought you would like this one because it's a it's like a follow-up to what was it, Dragon Quest Monsters. Yeah. Ooh, is it really? Nice. Yeah. Um, but looking forward to it. What's the what's the treasure about? I mean your treasure hunt. I, yeah. Or okay. is the, it's the friends you made along the way. Nah, that's F-day. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Hold on. Portal you know Companion. What? How many Portal games do you need? There we go. Put that. You in want mic. two? Here's two. Yep, I'm buying that one. That came out uh, this week, so I'm gonna go and uh, put that on my Switch. Pick it up for the old Switcheroo. I gotta get a bigger SD card. Mine's mine's packed. Oh yeah, how packed is it? <laughs> Got some. I have like four games that are just like <laughs> like unloadable. Like, oh, you own Dragon's Dogma. And I'm like, oh, fantastic. I can't play it because I don't have space. Ooh. How much data are we talking about? I'm thinking I'm 250. Yeah, how big is it? That's, That's it? A, let's, let's talk HR. Let's, let's call it HR. There, there is no... Come on, have you seen me today? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, are, you are showing an inordinate amount of skin right now, Getty. <laughs> For the, na- for the video viewers. viewers, we would be banned. We would be banned from. <laughs> Good thing the internet. Or the Getty, get out of the hot. T- wait, stay in the hot tub. Stay, <laughs> stay in the hot tub. I can't get out. Yeah, don't get out. Uh, we also have Harvestella. Harvest. Yeah, that's. This is like that's uh, Square Enix getting into the farming game. Ooh. Okay. So you, you like some 3D farming? Go for it. Uh, there's more, but we don't want to do the whole list. It's no, the, whatever is on right here. here. So uh, no, we there's more. Well, yeah, no, that's it. Okay, we're good. There's plenty more. This is this is what I wanted to talk about, and even some of oh, this yeah. I didn't even want to talk about. So, no, Lorelai and the Laser Eye looks sick. I don't know if you saw that one. I I'm, didn't. I'm also really excited for Little Noah. What is that one? That one. It's the dungeon crawler roguelite where you have to repair your airship and everything it looks like a lot of fun hmm. Hmm. 
Uh, Lorelei and the Laser Eye is a uh, black and white noir like adventure game, 3D, but it, it looks like a, almost like a PS1 game. But it is Annapurna. Ah. It's like a, and it's like a maze escape room, but it's noir where you're trying to solve mysteries. We played their games on this podcast. I like Annapurna. They are they are still hit or miss, obviously, because they did what twelve minutes, but we don't talk about twelve minutes. <laughs> you know, we do talk about <laughs> we do talk about Atari turns fifty years old. Wow, we're old. I haven't played an Atari. Uh, I think I played one once. Old. My brother had a twenty six hundred, um, so like I cut up my teeth on that and the Amiga Commodore really when I was really uh, young. Um, you do have like a weird fondness for like the Amiga. I I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it was it's just, just like strange because it, it wasn't. It's not like that was our time frame. That was old by that standard by the time we were born. You, you got, we've talked about this before. There's like a lag from around here between what Chicago people get. And then what the rest of people end up getting, like we we don't upgrade right away. It was it was kind of uh, ahead of me that I got the Xbox when I did except, this. Yeah, round. I was gonna say except for that Xbox. What yeah. are you playing on that Xbox? Halo? Uh, in indies mostly. Uh, Ninja Turtles lately. Um, I got Alan. Those... I got Alan Wake on there, but uh, Xbox we've been... exclusives. Which ones? We've been a little busy with uh, a game we're gonna talk about Ex- later. Um, Xbox. Exclusives? I couldn't care less. <laughs> hey, Halo? <laughs> I, it, Xbox exclusives is the last reason I chose an Xbox. Battle, battle Pass? All of the Xbox exclusives. So, no Halo? I I took a break from uh, Halo Online. So. <sighs> Other news? Star Ocean 6, The Divine Force got a release date today i think maybe yesterday it, the, the the stuff came out today about okay it. 10 27 so this year it's pretty quick haven't heard too much about it but i guess there's a couple of trailers that uh you can peep like th- like three minutes of story trailer with a little bit of like gameplay getty are we at the point like yes star ocean is but like look down fondly by you and i uh the question i have is are we at a point at just admitting that there are more bad star ocean games than good games how many of them have you played four the first four yes so you're basing it that three out of the four that you played are bad uh i only liked the first two ah okay Alright. Is it because the third one had that twist? Yes. So, solely based on the twist? Nothing else? Uh, I didn't love the gameplay or the characters. Okay. Alright. Um, I didn't play much of uh, 4. And I absolutely did not give 5 a try. Okay. Do you, are you still th- do you feel like there's more good ones than bad? I'm going to give 6 a try, and we'll see how I'm feeling. But where are you at right now? Are you at 50-50? What are we at? What's the percentage-wise? There's five of them. There's no way to be 50-50. Yeah, I know. That's really weird. How would you be at 50-50? I was, I, I, I was, I was in my head that there was four. <laughs> and I remembered that. So what is your number? 
I enjoyed uh, the first three. The fifth one was Ait. So uh, I guess I didn't care for four very much, but, you know, I still think that there's still a little bit of a, a special special place in my heart for Star Ocean. Now, when that new Valkyrie profile game comes out, I completely think that there are only good Valkyrie profile games. So, okay, there's only three that I'm aware of. The mobile games don't count. Don't even try okay. it. No. Don't, no even, gonna, don't gonna, even try it. No, no one's counting that. Mobile games aren't games. We don't even count them on the <laughs> beat list. It's because they don't have credits. They just keep uh, going. There are several that have credits, and if I beat one that was on mobile, I would put it on the beat list. That's how I beat Necro Barista. Yep. On the beat list? Yeah. On the beat fine. list? Not this year. On the phone? Yeah, Apple Arcade. Oh, yeah. Did you guys, uh, who was it, Alex, did you figure out how to get the Apple Arcade on your, no, that was Joel. Yeah. Was Joel, did, you, yeah, did you get that, did you get that Fox Cartoons uh, cart game? Yeah. That came out. I did. And how was and, it? Um, more competent than I expected, but not something I would play for more than a laugh. Did you not like Peter Griffin? Uh, I avoided you go Peter to? Griffin. Uh, who's, you go to? who's your main? Hank Hill. Okay. Reasonable. Is it He's because you recognize... What are his stats like? Is he speed or power? Uh, he's sort of the middle ground. He's like the Mario of the Mario Kart, you know? Um, oh, actually, okay. I would think it would be more of like a notable, like a Peter Griffin or something. Yeah, Peter Griffin sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am playing Neocab on Apple Arcade, though, so that's... Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I beat that one yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was a very good, like, I met my son's baseball game, and they're not they're warming up for the next half hour thing, so... Mm. Uh, you got to do yeah. something before you uh, fight somebody in the bleachers, right? We don't talk about that. Mm. Okay. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff that we don't talk about anymore. Well, that's why Joel's a coach now. Shh. I don't <laughs> Truly, Joel, I all I could think about when I heard that your, your kids were done with baseball was that episode of South Park where they have the Little League like championship and the kids keep trying to lose. And all the time, Randy is fighting other adults <laughs> in the bleachers. Uh, what do you got? What do you want to do about it? I thought this was America. But, you know, <laughs> that's the thing about good humor. There's Those always like a grain of truth in it. <laughs> Southport just has that great way of just like pulling it to the far extreme. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I went to a uh, last weekend. I went to uh, my nephew's baseball games. We're on a real tangent here, but that's fine. Uh, and I, re- <clears throat> I remember it being very funny watching all the parents kind of yell, but it was very supportive and it was kind of nice. And they're like, "Go, go!" Ah, he got out. Okay, all that stuff. And then my brother would like kind of walk up to the fence, kind of calmly and like a little happy, skipping a step, walk up to the fence and go. Enzo, pay fucking attention! He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god! And then just like walk back and go, you know, sometimes he just gets a little in his own head, you know? I'm like, what the hell, man? <laughs> All right. Chill out. I like that. <laughs> it was very funny. You know what else I like? Freebies. 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 And next, this next weekend, we're going to be giving away freebies in person. Is that right? Are we going to do that? 
Do I have to wear my Super GG shirt? Yes, unless you have the MP- uh, the the Front Row Network NPR shirt. You know that I don't. All right, I guess if you can find the Jokers in the red Super GG Radio t-shirts, we'll have mm-hmm. free games to give out. Hell yeah. <laughs> we will be wandering around the convention. I don't think we will have a booth. We will have a live show on Sunday. I will... Uh, Getty and I will be... Uh, we will be hitting the panels. I will be hosting Troy Baker and, uh, at a separate panel, Mr. Solid Snake himself, David Hader. Sounds exciting. I'm very excited. should definitely post the times so that people know. I will post the schedule. Also, so I know where I can heckle you at. Oh, God. Yep. I will get drinks beforehand. You'll probably have to tell me to leave the room or move away from the microphone or i will just continuously go to david Hader and just start yelling snake (laughs) snake (laughs) might not be might not be the best thing to do all right this is your first and last panel that you're hosting huh is that your goal (laughs) and uh, chicago fan expo i'm sorry in advance nice (laughs) all right but also, I was just joking about my brother yelling at his kid. He doesn't really do that. No, that's, that definitely happened. Now that's all I can <laughs> think about. All right. Freebies for this week. We're going to run through them. Make sure that you go to said storefronts and download them. Because you never know how long the freebies are going to be free for. We got Hood Outlaws and Legends over on the Epic Game Store. Hood Outlaws is a... Bat- a, th- a third-person battle royale where you play different characters like Robin Hood and such, and you are stealing treasure and then getting off the map uh, while other people are trying to kill you and so, steal your treasure. A normal Friday for me. Yep. Also over on the Epic Game Store, we have Iritus, Lord of the Dead. Iritus, Lord of the Dead, is uh it is it looks very similar style to darkest dungeon though you go into the fight with uh what looks to be up to 18 characters only four can be in battle at once but if they your four die you will then move on to the next four in your party continuing to go along the dungeons very similar in map style uh in darkest dungeon Mm. Mm -hmm. okay maybe i'll pick that one up also on the Epic Game Store, we got Gene Forge 1 Mutagen. This is a Fallout, original Fallout isometric RPG where you create minions based on different mutagens, and then you will go through, uh, again, like Fallout, the original, and take your minions and fight and explore dungeons. Mm. It looks very. Oh, uh, I want to say like <laughs> it looks it looks very much like Fallout One. So graphically, right. you're also still getting that style. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now we're gonna move over to Steam. Got a couple of games on Steam. We have Fade Out Underground. Fade Out Underground is a third-person shooter that is kind of like Overwatch, kind of like um a team fortress, uh, but your cool little furry characters, like a fox or a bunny, uh, who are miners, and you are shooting each other in a battle royale, a la, like, like Fortnite. Hmm. Don't know if I love that, but it's free, so what's not to love? All right, last one, Moonrunner on Steam. 
Moonrunner is an early access game where you are on the moon. You are uh, tasked with finding elements and start like items, elements, creating, crafting, and eventually activating monoliths. Mm, monoliths. Yep. My second favorite thing. Looks a little like Astroneer. Astroneer. Cool. Okay. All right. Good freebies. Go check them out. Yeah, maybe it is time to get back Wait, to hold the on. gym. Yeah. Hold on. It's, I already started the, no, the but I exit got one. to the I, transition. So. Um, the Looker on Steam. I just I just went up to Twitter and I just saw somebody posting about a free game. And I was like, well, I should comment on this one. Yeah. The Looker is uh is is uh a puzzle game where you will you wake up on an island first person and you are just going through and creating puzzles uh some of them are essentially you drawing from start to end like there'll be the, the word start and the word end and you just draw with a pencil across there are dozens of puzzles like this it it looks to be like a joke on the witness ah so that is on steam all right all good right, then. go ahead and do your your outro Sorry. No, it's, I mean, it's too late. But yeah, maybe it well, is it's time it's, to hit the gym again. Let's. Uh, it's never too late. It's never too late, Getty. Let's take a little bit of a, a, a chance to discuss in the break. we're back back with the backlog blog where we play games with only like a hundred and something alternative endings with branching paths and man you know i'm talking about the quarry i'm gonna i'm just gonna step out here real quick are you i this is a check-in this isn't a alex arona check-in either um both joel (laughs) and i big fans of of these types of games so we Obviously had to pick them up right away, get our hands on the quarry. I got it on the PlayStation 5. Did you get it on the Xbox? Yes, sir. So we got that top of the line. You cut that out, Alex. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> You're yawning. <laughs> I'm trying not to. I was holding it no, back. that was a big It wasn't yawn. because of this is boring. Uh-huh. I'm very interested in these games. I just am not, I, I'm not good at them, slash I'm a scaredy cat, slash I have no one to play with. Yeah, see... I'm, you could come over and we'd play it together. Uh, so I, I might argue this could be the most approachable one for you yet. Yes, it's mm. very. Uh, Is it the least spooky? Uh, I don't. Mm. Yeah, then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what what Joel is alluding to is that everything is much uh, more bite sized, and even the way they go about telling you about the different. Elements of the game, like the hold your breath system and the quick time events and all that, they do it in that old timey like nineteen fifties uh, terrible cartoon, like nature so guard, like, ni- nature guide cartoons and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like out in uh, what uh, the quarry. What is it? Uh, Something rock quarry. Um, yeah, 
there's an actual name for it, but it's like, all right, Hackett make sure quarry. that Hackett's Quarry. Look out for animals. You never know when one's going to jump out and get you. So all of that in in kind of an obnoxious slash funny way. You can always go back and rewatch them. But, you know, this being uh, one of the games that actually has that $70 price point, you would hope that it delivers in a big way. Graphically, this thing looks crazy. Mm-hmm. They still some of the mouth horrors that happen with with games like this, where you're like, the eh, face doesn't look right, but you know they're using all of the cutting edge software and and uh, tools to make it look as realistic, hyper realistic as possible. I, I would say oh, the so you're getting the uncanny valley, where it's just so real, but it's not quite real enough, and it looks wrong. I don't think we've hit that yes. quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. my, my impression visually is that the, the lighting is the thing that was really striking more than anything. So, uh, typically playing these games, I would take the outlets route of the lights on, uh, turning the, the brightness up as mm-hmm. high as possible and still being kind of panicked and jumpy at it. Uh, I found us turning off all the lights on this game and then actually trying to follow the proper settings for it. And man, does it look good when you follow the instructions, <laughs> Just like wow. just <laughs> maybe Getty's been onto something all along. <laughs> never. Uh, I'll never admit it. <laughs> nope. But but like through these different sequences, so you're like in a cabin looking through shelves and stuff, right? And the room itself will be dark, but you'll walk across a window and there'll be moonlight and stuff, and it, it creates this great shading effect uh, to where if you put this stuff on the high visibility you see all the little sort of let's say dimples and imperfections of the actual graphics because you know they're not at that uncanny valley place yet that the faces look better uh i would say that the actual uh motion capture probably looks about on par with the dark pictures games roughly Mm -hmm. speaking uh other than maybe one or two characters that you see a lot of upfront face time with uh but it, it really strikes that dark and light really well with that. And it, it, that's what really serves this kind of horror movie aesthetic too. Uh, one thing that's really cool, there are different filters for yes. the actual game. And so I started You're not welcome. use Yes. <laughs> so, so it doesn't come inherently installed with the game. There is a download code on a separate sheet of paper for this 80s drain filter thing. And uh, man... Uh, as as impressive as that looks, uh, just playing with the right shading, uh, it, it's it kind of makes it more fun in a way to have the the eighties drain filter. Uh, gives that really kind of like I'm watching a horror movie vibe really well. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and, and and this kind of story, it is very uh, suspense and violence focused. So uh, I would say it's. The story is very akin to like those 80s slasher like horror movies so it, it really lines up well aesthetically with that yeah i've only experienced the first three chapters of the game obviously you take the the part of seven i believe it's seven different kids who are away at camp uh 
not to give away too much of the story, but you got one night left there, so you're going to do it big. <coughs> uh, but there's other stuff going on that's more sinister. And, uh, you know, it's got some of the same elements that you would see until in Until Dawn, uh, <coughs> where it does, like, the, the pullback, and you encounter this old lady who does card readings, uh, like a mystic or a psychic, and if you find tarot cards in your playthrough, then it'll act as the foreshadowing elements, and you'll get to see like pieces of possible futures that can happen. So there's that. Uh, you've got your branching paths in this one. It, again, leads back to that 80s horror movie. All of the choices that you make, they take the form of in the menu setting, you see them, and they're like old, terrible 80s films like uh, Don't Step There or, you know, uh, Alone on the Highway. And it'll have the characters' faces on the videos. And then if you click on it, it'll tell you, like, you chose to do this or you chose to do that. And uh, the way that the characters interact with each other, it's always fun to see all of the different uh, things that can happen. So looking forward to making my way through it at least once maybe we'll end up seeing some of this on our extra life play uh, later this year so when is the next um dark movie? picture uh, dark pictures and usually it comes out around october but i haven't really heard anything <coughs> about this one and they might just be playing it closer to to when it's going to come out they probably don't want to cannibalize sales of the quarry yeah but yeah I mean, I mean this this is a longer thing but it is it is more breezy and paced like uh the dark pictures games are compared to until dawn until dawn was this very slow game where you'd have those exciting moments but where there'd be like a long sprawling section in until dawn where you'd be walking around searching different buildings for clues as to uncover the bigger mystery the clues here are really just sort of ancillary stuff you come by through little short stints uh, one thing from approachability, too, is that the actual quick time event stuff, so far for me, at least, Eddie, has not been all that tough. So, so yeah. like, most of the quick time event stuff is put your stitch in a direction at the right time, but the window has so far has been fairly open. Um, there's the dope. It doesn't tell you the direction to go until near the end. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so it's so there's that. There's a breath holding mechanic where you have to hold down the button and then wait for the right time for the danger to come away before you let go. And uh, mm -hmm. one nice thing from a easeability standpoint is that in the earlier games <coughs> of these, sometimes they give you like a choose point A, choose point B, hard choice thing, and there'd usually be like a timer going down that forces you to make a quick pick. At least up to this point, they've all been sort of pause moments. Now make your decision one way or another. So yeah, th those really pivotal. Felt. Those really pivotal moments, right? Like the the actual sequences of like, okay, are you gonna run or are you gonna hide? That has a timer to it. Um, mm -hmm. But if it's like, I'm gonna respond to this person this way or that way, they give you that mostly free time to think it over and make your choice. So, right. 
things. So I, I think, yeah, from functionally from a gameplay standpoint, this is definitely more approachable. I think it's more manageable to people who might be prone to not liking quick time events as much, and it still has that bit of exploration into it. Um, spooky wise, I, I still think it hits all the right notes of tension and uh, fear that you want to have in that. Um, so play with the lights off. That that's what I'm saying. <coughs> Yeah, this one's fun. I'm looking forward to making my way towards the end and finding out what the spooky element is in it. For sure, supernatural in some way. Okay, uh, so we'll check back in with the quarry at some point, but we have Alex that really needs to get wide ocean big jacket off of his chest. So uh, I just like to find uh, some of the small indies. They're not as prolific. And this conversation doesn't really need to go relatively long. But these, um, some of the indies I like are a little bit more like slice of life or just like momentary. There are certain moments that are kind of universal throughout your life that are, are just like are just good uh, going camping sitting around the campfire and just having mundane conversations while also then just sitting in silence looking at the stars and, ex- and enjoying the crackling of a fire those moments where you just kind of feel calm those are what uh, what you see in wide ocean big jacket it is The story of a couple in their 30s who take the their uh, there's a a man and a woman who are married in their 30s and they have no children, but they their her the the girl's sister has a has a 13 year old who also has like a very anxious boyfriend. 13, you know, it's not really serious, but you know, it's it's you know it's, it's their kids. And so they bring these 13-year-olds camping just to spend some time. And you just get these little mini views into a normal, everyday event. They go camping, and they kind of just talk about what, like, the 13-year-olds kind of hit them with, like, what is it like to be an adult? What is, it, what is what does, what is getting drunk period like what does that do and they just kind of like try to answer they try to act kind of cool because they're not parents so they're not quite the same so they're trying to talk to them like you would as oh i'm trying to talk to you like kind of like you're an adult but also not trying to corrupt you entirely just these little mundane things at one point uh in a separate event the the girl asks the little girl asks her aunt what is sex like and what is a good time to have sex? And it's just like these conversations that you feel the uncomfortable nature of it. But at the same time, you know the ant wants to be a good ant. So are you uh, watching it play out or are you getting to make decisions of the text? You're just watching it play out. You, you, you are progressing the story not as a visual novel. They give you some movement. You're moving around, but you still just hit the A button to hit and, uh, interact with the conversation. And the conversation's just the conversation Mm. okay so it is visual novel in that that sense but there's that you get a conversation where the 
the the 13-year-olds have their first kiss and it's really kind of nice or you get a a conversation where the husband kind of starts rethinking hey what do you think about kids and his wife says we've talked about this you know that's not something i want and then they just it's not a fight it's not a big dramatic thing <clears throat> it's just a a conversation where someone just kind of has it, has a thought and the other person kind of feels a little bit upset by it. They kind of talk it through and then they just kind of move on because not everything is, is as dramatic as movies make things out to be TV shows. Not everything is a 10. Sometimes conversations are just a four. And that's why I like uh, wide ocean big jacket is because it's, it's not long. It's not, particularly in depth but it's written as as human people having very baseline conversations and you're just you just it it just feels like people it feels like i could be this could be me and that's what i mean is that like it's very well written it doesn't go extremes it just gives a slice of life just a little look into a camping trip you get a couple conversations you move on you take that and say wow that was really well written that felt human and that's why I like that one. That's it. It's a little cell shady characters, and you click on them, and you just see the text with pictures of their faces. And there's there's some comedy there, a little bit of humor because these kids are very funny. But for the most part, it's pretty straightforward, straight laced. All right. Sounds like a experience to be had. Yeah. Pretty quick too. I think what hour? Two hours? About an hour. Okay. But this one has been like this is this was definitely a backlog, like I'd, I'd owned this for like over a year. Okay, nice. Yeah, thanks for bringing that to the table, Alex. Anytime. All right, for this next bit, I gotta move around a little bit. I don't know if I'm gonna be oh, able boy. to reach what I need to, but uh, let's transition over to last segment for the night. One last thing, and uh, this one last thing is oh, yeah. brought to you by. Pro Day Sale Excessive pur- Purchases. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can do this without breaking do anything. It. <laughs> uh, do it. Oh my I have God. also a very funny Pro Day you story. Wow. Here we go. You can't see nope, this. Nope, flip it. Keep turning it. Keep turning it. We're not getting an image here. You can't, nope, still not. You can't see this. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. Keep going. And there's, where is the item? There's what do you Aloy. mean the item? This is the box. It's, it. This is just yes, a box. but the boxes has like artwork, but it doesn't have an image of what the item is. This, it just says Horizon Forbidden West. So okay. I bought the collector's edition, this gigantic box of Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I'm just gonna. It's got like a giant finish. mammoth thing in it. Cool. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm pulling. Do I need it to no. share with everybody? Because this is like. It's a little silly that they give you the box, but they don't actually show you a picture of what you're getting. Oh, yeah. Not at all. Uh, no, no. This is... I threw out the outer casing because I don't even know if I'm going to keep this part of the box. It's just excessive to have something this large inside of the house. Uh, <laughs> I'm putting it in the G-Check, Yeah. Guys, so, so that if you want to see what Getty got. I, I saw a Snapchat from his wife of him opening this up. That was, was pretty cool. That was my one last thing. I, I now own Horizon Forbidden West. I'm not going to play it yet, but... This is a, a thing that's going to happen. Alex, what do you got for us? Uh, uh, the 
two the two main things are uh, this is always two yeah (laughs) i haven't done two in a long time (laughs) uh one is for the third year in a row getty you got me into the gamestop pro deal oh you should sell back your games and you get credit would you get five dollars a month etc third year in a row i go to gamestop on sunday hey pro day let's go they go pro day was only saturday i say well great it was actually friday and saturday son of a bitch (laughs) 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 okay uh the other thing is that i'm i'm taking a mental health check on myself and saying i probably don't need to beat elden ring okay that's a mental health check on me i spent two weeks in a negative space because I don't like that last boss. Mm-hmm. 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 So I'm taking a mental health check saying, Alex, move on to another game. So I am. I am. It's yet to be determined. Good to know. And uh, I'm sure that Joel will then pick up Elden Ring and he'll be able to finish it by the time you come back. Yep. Sure. Yeah. What do you got, Joel? Uh, you know, shout out to Nintendo shareholders. Uh <laughs> So one of the news <laughs> didn't pieces, make it into the news. No, no, but it's yeah. I was very surprised he did. It, but it, it was, was worth mentioning. Uh, apparently, there was one uh, Nintendo fan that spent forty thousand dollars to obtain enough Nintendo stock to be able to ask ask the shareholders a question, and uh, he made a point to ask about the F Zero series and when we can expect another one. Uh, unsurprisingly, the answer was. No plans at this time, but uh, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you to Nintendo shareholder for keeping the fire burning. Uh, there's still hope. Someone's gotta. Even if you lost it, Joel, someone still has that hope. <laughs> All right, Alec. I beat my first game this week of the year. Woo! Woo! And so, Blaster Master Zero is done, and Zero Two is on deck. But you didn't add it. Yeah, you didn't yeah add I got to actually go. But you in didn't and add, add it. it. Add it. I know. It. Doesn't add count it. until you add it. Doesn't count. <laughs> Doesn't okay. count until you add it. Uh, we're good. Yeah. Programming reminder here once again: we will not have an episode that is uh, recorded next week. We may end up being able to salvage some of the visuals uh, and the audio from our live show that we will be doing at fan expo on sunday july you know one of these days 10th isn't it the 10th it's the 10th at a disclosed time two o'clock three p.m three o'clock three p.m three p.m it's real real bad i'm sorry guys um (laughs) But yeah, uh, we will be there in force. Obviously, if you find us on the show floor, we will have free games because that's what we're about. We want to get everybody excited about games and looking forward to seeing some fans, hopefully, maybe, possibly. I don't know. Joel finally bought us stickers. Finally. Whatever. Them's fighting words. (laughs) You're going to get slapped. We should play them's fighting herds. Slap, slap. Okay, and that'll be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where on Thursdays you might be watching us. <coughs> on 
Saturday. No, we're not. We are doing Saturdays. Yeah. We're back. Yeah, we're back. What do we got on Saturdays, Joel? Scribble knots. Scribble knots. Learn some language. And scribble. Yep. On the Mondays, we have Alex still delving into his backlog. Yep, I'm still uh, in dis- Disco Elysium uh, with my amnesia police officer. I have found my hat, my uniform, my shoes, my car, uh, my badge, and I am on the trail of my gun. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tuesdays, you can always join Alex doing some skating and listening to some calming tunes. Got that hip hop going. Calming hip hop. Hell yeah. Hmm. That early 90s stuff. Maybe not as calming as I originally had led the audience to believe, but that's okay. I can go to calming. Can you? Uh, but it's not. It's. I, I put it this way. I'm not hitting hard. He- I'm not hitting hard gangsta stuff. Oh, I'm okay. not. All right. That's yeah. That's fine. Either way. Come and uh, join us. Stay a while. Watch us. Have some fun. And if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com, and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcasting app of your choice. Thanks for listening, GG Alec. Good game. Good game, Joel. Good game. GG Alex. GG Getty. Good night. Yeah. Yeah, good night. Oh, 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 oh,